this week on the show. Today on the show, we have Bill Lopez with LPMA. This is Steve Rosenberg, and I'm your host of the Landlord Survival Show. This is the Landlord Survival Show. When people stop being nice and shit gets real. You're the landlord. We're here to help. This is the show for what the gurus don't tell you about owning rentals. We're here for you because we're stronger together. Brought to you by Empire Industries Property Management. Built for investors. By investors. For more information about this show, please visit our website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, home of the ultimate Landlord Survival Handbook. Now, the Landlord Survival Show with your host, Steve Rosenberg. Hey, everyone. Happy Tuesday to everybody, wherever you are in uh, podcast land or radio land or YouTube or Facebook or whatever uh, platform you're listening to these days. The Uh, Facebook, the the, YouTube. The Facebook, the YouTube. Thank you. Yes. Uh, My name is Steve Rosenberg. I am the host of the Landlord Survival Show, also the co-founder of Empire Industries Property Management. And uh, just to give you some update and reasons why we even have this show is uh, Pete and I, as owners of properties, are very simply tired of people kind of getting lied to and getting their asses kicked and, uh, you know, getting taken on the front side when they're looking to buy properties. And a lot of people don't really remember why they even bought a property or the reasons behind owning real estate and what the rationale is to own it, keep it, sell it eat it, devour it, whatever it is you want to do with it. Nobody really knows that because you get so caught up in the mundane minutia drama that goes on in owning a property that you kind of lose sight of that. A lot of people, you know, when everybody wants to buy a piece of real estate, they do it because they have a dream, right? They, they don't do it because they say, I've got nothing to do on Saturday. I think I'll go spend five hours at Home Depot matching paint. They do it because they say, you know, I want to have a retirement for my family. I'd like to have something for my kids. That, that's the reason why I think a lot of us buy real estate. Um, and somewhere along the lines, that gets con- convoluted. And sometimes you lose sight of that. And you get into the doldrums of being this self-managing landlord that doesn't know what they're doing. You start being scared of your own shadow because you're not sure if you should or shouldn't make a decision or make a mistake. And you kind of go into that zone of just saying, you know what, I don't know, and maybe I should just sell this real estate and just be done with it. And so for the people that have gotten into that zone, and I was one of them, so I know personally I was in that zone for a couple years, uh, Pete and I have created a website. We've created a community uh, on Facebook, the Landlord Survival Group. We've also created um, a whole uh, kind of dynamic that exists out there for people that are self-managing properties that just want to have a better solution. And we created a website. Website is called selfmanagemyproperty.com, selfmanagemyproperty.com. And if you go on there, you're gonna find something unique, which is a bunch of free stuff. And there's free things that you can download from there to help you become more successful as an investor. There's videos to watch, there's documents you can have. There's a lot of things that I think didn't exist when I was trying to be a landlord and didn't know. Now, if you really wanna go and become a very good landlord, you can download our manual, the Ultimate Landlord Survival Handbook. And that manual is basically how we at Empire manage a thousand properties. So there's no magic, there's no you know silver bullet. This is just the stuff that we do on a daily basis on how to run your properties like a business. Because I think the biggest challenge that I think a lot of 
owners, property management companies, probably any business in reality, but I know for owners and property management companies is that you are running a business. And in a business, there's different departments, there's different avenues, and there's different things that you should do and there's things that you really shouldn't do. And the only way to know what you should and shouldn't do is to be educated. And I think education is the key. And my guest today, we're gonna to talk a lot about education with running a business and what his organization does for the real estate community. So again, you know, the whole reason that I did this is I wanted to create something for people to go to. So if you go to Facebook, you can you can sign on to our group, the Landlord Survival Group. Uh, again, I don't want anything sold on there. I don't want anybody talking about how great things are. This is to talk about the down and dirty, no shit stuff that happens to us as landlords, property management companies, just stuff that goes on. So let's talk a little bit about my guest today. First, um, uh, my guest is Bill Lopez. Bill, thanks for coming. Appreciate uh, you. It's a pleasure to be here. So you didn't just drive here today. You actually uh, got on a plane to come I did. to this. I did. And, and once again, I flew somewhere that I thought would be warmer than it actually is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, little, it's a little bit chillier, that's for sure. Um, Houston, it's not normally this cold, but it, it, it'll dip. You know, you get a little dip yeah. and, you know, winter time is coming. So, you know, we don't all get the Miami. Uh, eight, what is it in Miami right now? When I left, it was mid 80s. It was really nice. Mid 80s. OK, got it. Um, so let's talk a little bit. First, let's talk about how we met. Sure. Because, you know, it's, it's kind of a, an interesting story. Um, so I was speaking in Australia uh, for a PMC event in yep. Brisbane. And a uh, huge event. I, I'll never forget walking uh, around the event with my buddy Dennis Youssef, and we're walking around. And, uh, you know, I walk through this huge room and I see these cranes and TV screens and all this stuff going up, like this big construction. And I thought, oh, wow, they must have a lot of different events going on here in conjunction with this PMC event that I'm speaking right. at. And I remember I look over at Dennis and I say, oh, what other events are going on here? And he says, what are you talking about? I said, well, what, who, who's in this room? And he says, mate, that's where you're talking. That's the event. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He says, this is the biggest event in Australia. I said, the event that I'm speaking at? He said, yes. I thought, They're oh. done like a Hollywood production. I did, yeah, it, it, it was. Really it, it, it was these huge screens. I mean, was, I mean, hundreds of, of I was team. out in the lobby and um, working. We were actually working and... I remember hearing your voice and going, hey, that guy sounds like me. I, let me get in there. <laughs> He's American. Yeah. So and, it, no, it, was more, it was more the intensity. I was like, wait a second. I got to go see what this guy's saying. I got to listen to what the guy's saying. Yeah. So anyway, so I did the event in Australia. I had a great time speaking over there. I've done several events over there, but this one was really, really good. You know, Ben White. Just a gracious, gracious guy um, asked me to come over. I did. Uh, him and Jody Stanton, all the people over there, just just fantastic. Did the event. Came back to the U.S. and uh, I remember it was probably about uh, maybe a month or two later. You gave me a call. Yep. You said, "Hey, Steve, I heard you speaking at, at PMC. You were besides from the only other American there. Um, I really liked what you had to say, and uh, you seemed like you really hit it on the head." And well, it's the strategy was definitely go global. Uh, LPMA's right. business model and what we're offering is really shouldn't stay in Australia. It really needs to get out there. Um, but people ask me all the time, why well, listen to a bunch of guys from Australia? They're doing a lot of things right over there with, yeah. with con in consideration with um, property management. Right. So, so with that being said, l let's maybe take a, a little sure. bit of a step back. Tell us, you are with LPMA. 
and, yes. and, and maybe give some background about LPMA well, and what they back. did. LPMA is Leading Property Managers Association. Right. It was formerly Leading Property Managers of Australia. Of Australia. Yes, and it was a great organization started by Bob and Dixie mm-hmm. and um, did a great job. But Built for like 25 years, right? I mean, they, they, this yeah, is not they, a, a couple years. They've been around year. for a while. Yeah. For, for a while, and they, they built a very good base. Good, a good name brand. That's good right. association. And they had a couple contacts here and relationships with Kevin Knight. Yep. Uh, Kevin industry Knight. leaders. Industry Brad Larson. Leaders, Brad yeah, Larson, some great guys. Absolutely. Great leaders. And um, there's been a lot of interaction back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, from Australia to sure. here. So it's just been interesting. And from my perspective, being in multifamily for 25 plus years, I've really been able to see the difference and compare them. And 20 years ago, multifamily looked a lot like the single family home market does today, where there's so much room for growth, there's so much room for um, everybody working together. And today, multifamily runs like a well-oiled machine. So there's a lot of opportunity. And it's the leadership. It's people like you that not only are doing things for the betterment of your business, there's a real genuine effort by a lot of these leaders to make the industry better as well. So let's let's maybe take a couple more steps back and let's talk about kind of your background because sure. you know how you're you kind of this isn't what you wanted to do per se this is this wasn't the goal of, of life you you kind of have different trials and tribulations in life you've got here so you're, you're from miami that's right well i was born in new york city and i moved right. to miami in the mid 70s when i was 10 years old but miami's home okay miami's definitely home. and and you, you've had several businesses yeah i did back uh, i'm literally the day i got out of college i had known somebody um who was a computer program, and he developed a program for property managers to build monthly newsletters. Okay. And as you know, property managers may not be graphic artists, writers. It's not their skill. Editors. It's, it's, it's difficult. So we developed a program and a process for property managers to put out a monthly newsletter. Okay. Little did we know as time went on, we were actually developing a new industry. And as, it's funny, um, when I sold my first business in 19... 19- 97. Um, we were the first company building newsletters out for apartment communities. There were seven to eight companies now doing it. But what was happening, print was dying. Right. So we started to develop these newsletters in PDFs. And then what year was this? This and now it's turned the um, the year 2000, okay. close to year 2000, and where paper's not in favor anymore. Right. And you start developing mobile apps. So you start realizing we were never a newsletter company. What we were was a resident communication platform. Interesting. And things changed once we started. Whatever the medium, the medium changed. Yeah, because but at the end of the day, what the, the reality is you don't want your property manager bumping into a resident in the parking lot talking about rent due, rent late, the water's being turned off in building B uh, at noon. You need a strong communication tool. I don't right. care if it's somebody on the roof sending smoke signals. Right. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. Okay. So when you were building that business and you went through the trials and tribulations, I'm just curious, were there any key takeaways that would come back and circle back to help you? Yeah. You know, and I look at it as a formula. I was, right. I was, I was pretty young. I was in my early twenties and when we sold this business, so it was a lot of money. And as you know, money, if you don't treat it carefully. It's like a, a tool or it's a, a double-edged sword, it can man. Hurt you. Yeah, so, absolutely. So you learn. And one of the things I learned early on was I could have lost my money, given it away. It didn't matter. What I learned was the formula, how to mm-hmm. make the money. Yeah. And, and I realized nobody was ever going to come and knock on my door and give me anything. Right. You had to work your tail off. And some of the things I figured out early on was 
you have the best product at the best price with the best customer service. You'll win every time. Absolutely. And you got to be a little bit crazy, too. You kind of got to go to bed every night thinking about your competitors, thinking about, I wonder if they're thinking about me like I'm thinking about them right now. And, and, you know, what I always tell people is you have to start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. you've, You've got to, if you are comfortable, you're not growing. Yep. And, and if, you know, I mean, we've learned from our company as we grow and, you know, look, there, there's a difference between uncomfortable and stressed to the max, right? There's a difference, but there's a, a bit of controlled chaos, we'll call it. And, you know, when you're growing a company, you need to have that controlled chaos. If, if you are in equilibrium and there's, that means you're not growing or there, there's a problem. If, you know, I hate to say it, but if operations is happy and sales is happy, you're probably not growing. Yep. Somebody has to be stressed. There has to be that positive negative force when you're growing a company to keep things going. And, and I've learned, you know, growing this company that we have, I've learned, obviously, I mean, just a, a, a universe, an M, I've got an MBA or a PhD in, in, in mess ups, but also we've learned a lot of lessons of, of what we should and shouldn't yeah. do that, that we can carry on to future that I actually use a lot of this when I'm talking to investors that are owning properties. Because a business is a business is a business, right? It doesn't change. You can change the facade of the business and what you sell, you know. But the reality is, is at the end of the day, you're getting money for doing something. That's right. Right? I mean, that's at the end right. of the day. And so, what and, a lot- And more importantly, and I think that's important what you just said, but you're actually taking money from people who work very hard for it. Absolutely. So, I mean, that can never leave your, your side of uh, a vision. It's like, why are you taking this money from these people who work very hard, so- Yeah, and, and I think at the end of the day, like, like what you did, I think that any business, whether you're a rental property, whether you're a property management company, whether you're LPMA, you have to have a solution to what someone's problem is. Because if, if let's, let's just say LPMA, if you guys do not have a solution to what property management companies have, there's no need to hire you, right? Yeah, I mean, that's right. You, you know, and the, the biggest challenge a lot of companies have is they offer a solution to nobody's problem. You know, you look on people's websites, right? You look on a company's website and they have like pictures of cats and their awards and this and that. And I'm going, yeah, but I have a problem. I have a tenant in my property that I need to evict. Your cats are not helping me. Your videos of you dancing around does not help me. And that's one of the challenges that a lot of people have is they they don't understand what their problem is. They don't even know what their problem is. So how do you identify what your problem is when you are not able, you can't fix, you can't fix what you don't know. Right, right? but it's so important to try to understand knowing what you don't know because a lot of people go through their their lives their journey and their businesses not truly understanding what they don't know focusing on what they do well right and then just living in a vacuum in a dark room um, trying to figure things out and usually most of the time when you're trying to figure things out and you don't get it right it costs you money and right. that's that's the penalty so okay so let's talk about this so so you went to your first uh, you, you sold that company. What? Well, the what first was the company, and I, I, it, I think a lot has to do with having the right mentorship. You know, surrounding yourself with the right people. I was a kid. I, I didn't know much about. You probably business. made some bad mistakes. I'm guessing. Yeah, I did, <laughs> like but you know, do. one of the best things I did was find a, a very smart partner who understood business. And a little uh, shout out to my old partner Tim Donovan. He's up in New York right now, but just a brilliant, patient, um, kind guy who spent a lot of time teaching me business. Right. Some of those business theories and practices I still use today. 
So I did sell that first company with him. Uh, there was a five-year non-compete. You definitely you, you respect that. And, um, and right before you run out of money, you figure out, hey, what am I going to do? And you realize, okay, I know how to do that, and I could do that very well. And you get back into it. And, but this time, the second time around, I had the same similar business, same publishing company, resident communication platform, let's call it. But this time I was by myself. And now I'm married and I have a kid on the way. So mm -hmm. um, the reason why you work changes. So now you're working for different things. So. You know, it's funny. I, I just interrupt you. What I've always learned is people don't do things they want to do. They do things that they have to do. Meaning right. we all want to lose weight. Doesn't mean we will. But if somebody said, if you don't lose 50 pounds, you will die. All of a sudden you're going, shit, I need to lose weight. If you don't fix your business, you will go out of business tomorrow. You're going to fix some stuff, right? If you didn't, all of a sudden you're kind of like, yeah, I should get a job. I should start a new company. All of a sudden you look at your bank account and you go, shit, I really need to get a job. Right. <laughs> that's what you have to do, right? And that, that's, that's right. where the challenge is. And I think that's the big challenge with a lot of people is they don't do what they should do. They do what is necessary at that moment that's staring at them. And so it, maybe it's a matter of priorities. Right? I, I think you need to embrace what you're doing. I mean, don't be in business if you're if you hate it, if you're angry. You got to embrace it. You got to love it. I'll tell you, when I own my businesses, there there were no weekends. There there just weren't. I remember <laughs> meeting graphic artists in our office. You know. I'd, 11 p.m. on yeah. Saturday and working, you know, until 3 o'clock in the it's morning. It's the stuff it we do. You do what you have to do. Yeah, and you embrace it. And, and, and I look back on those days, and it, it felt like playing sports. And you talked about control chaos. We both former football players, right. and, and it's, um, it's, it's like that. It's, you really like playing a sport. It never felt like work to me. Yeah. It felt like, hey, look, I could win or lose out here, but damn, I'm having a good time. Well, I think one of the challenges that people have in, in business in general, and we'll kind of relate this to the property management because we both know that, but I think one of the biggest challenges is that, you know, we, we don't really think of it like a business in the sense of us being a leader. I think a lot of people, when they get into business, they normally, the, the normal transgression of people is they go from operator, meaning employee, to saying, I can do it better than them. I'm going to split off and start my own thing. They start their own business. And then what happens is, is they're right back to where they were. Now they're just an employee making no money. Right. If before you were an employee making money with no responsibility, you could, you could walk out and go like, I don't care. That's not my problem. Now you've got all the billing and accounting and all the issues that go on being an owner, but you're not making any money now. That's right. And now you're going, well, shit, why am I doing this? I could get a job and you know, I'm going to work 12 hours a day, 10 hours a day, whatever, the, whatever you work, you're still going to work. And I tell people, I'm like, if you're going to be busy, why not be busy towards a goal, but have but focus before you even swing the axe. Let's sharpen it so that when you are busy cutting down the tree, you're going to be cutting down trees all day long. Yep. You might as well make some progress as you're cutting them down as opposed to working on just one tree all day. And, and sometimes it's not only because I have to work. I have a family or I need, you know, I was in a job and I kind of saw this opportunity and I took it. Um, a big part of my journey as being an entrepreneur and understanding this whole journey was doing something special. Yeah. I, I knew at the time what we were doing, nobody else was doing. We were right. the first company out there making these monthly newsletters and it was cool. And, and I was really young and I understood that. I understood the legacy behind it. Sure. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. 
But I think, I know we're in the same situation. We're doing something with LPMA that's going to be around a very long time, you know, generations, decades so, here in America. And it's just, it's really cool to have your fingerprints all over. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're bringing something that isn't here and you're, you're basically, you're breaking, you're making the mold, essentially. Yeah, and, and that's special. And, and anytime you get a, an opportunity to do something special, you want to you want to take advantage of it, and so, that has nothing to do with money. And I'll tell you, yeah, it's if not you a monetary find the thing. opportunity, and I've lived by this mantra: be great at what you do, and money will follow you. You know, money will follow you what, no matter what. You know, what's so funny is that you know, I, I look. Everybody wants to make money. Everybody wants to 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 have the zeros in the bank. But, but I think it's the wrong order. But you be know, great, and then money will but follow. What's so funny is is it's all in your head when you think when you really think about it. When's the last time you've actually seen money? Have you ever have you seen your bank? Have you actually seen the money in your I bank? I see account? it, but it must have really fast feet what? because it, <laughs> it goes really what? fast. Yeah, but but it's a mindset. You have a mindset of it, right? If you yeah. if, if you sat here and said I'm making ten mil a year, you would say, you know what, I feel pretty good. If you sat here and said I'm making ten dollars a year, but has anything actually changed right here, sitting here? It's just your mindset. Yeah, You're, you you've changed that. No, but, I know a lot of people who make ten million dollars a year and they're not happy. They're miserable. So. Absolutely. So let let's talk a little bit about. Um, you meeting Ben and, and Ben Ben obviously took over LPMA. Right? Yes, yeah, Ben and, and Ashley. Ben and Ashley. Yes. So my journey was started in multifamily, mm -hmm. and I had stopped because I had a non compete for a while, and I met this one Australian who had developed a bidding platform for multifamily. Okay, ingenious idea, really great. Um, we worked hard on it for about two years. We raised a whole bunch of money. We raised it in Australia, and we actually took the company public. It's actually traded on the, the ASX right now. Right. A great bidding platform. Um, getting the platform built, we had it built by Ben White and Ashley Renner's company at the time. Okay. And that's where I met these two gentlemen. And, gotcha. Um, it's just sometimes you meet people. It doesn't matter where they are in the world. Yeah, it could be down the block or on the other side of the world, and you have synergies and 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 um, common ideas on not just business, life, family, sure. um, humor, you name it. So you hit it off with these people. You do you do some work with them, and um, you learn about them. You, you develop trust, and as things winded down with that bidding platform. Um, I was in between things, and I uh, I always knew that I wanted to work with these guys. With Ben and Ashley. Yeah, and, and not so much because they had this great idea, which I, look, this is why I'm here, because I believe in what we're doing. But you want the opportunity to work with people who um, could better you. Better you. High caliber you, guys. You, you, look, you, they're good I've guys. I've always yeah. surrounded myself with people who can make me a little bit better. Yeah. And that's what these guys do. They push me. So I gave them a call. And the timing couldn't have been any better. You know, they'd taken over LPMA in Australia and got lofty ideas that really make sense. It's a very cerebral association. Now, let me ask you this. So first, maybe you can explain a little bit what they do and then why they feel that the U.S. is such a market that, that they want to tap into. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let me just wrap up um, yep. that that interaction with, with Ben and Ashley because um, it, it is important. Um, so the timing was right. And like any other business, you've made it when you made it in, in America. So right, okay. <laughs> in some sense, and not to just uh, start spewing this America exceptionalism right. that we could talk about on the way That's home That's another in the conversation, car. yeah. We could do that the whole <laughs> way home in the car. Um, you know, they, they believed in me. 
they obviously they believe in what yeah. they're doing. They believe in me, and they believe in the U.S. market. Okay, they've been here. You know, we've done our homework. Yeah, they've met people like you and the Brads, the Kevin Knights, the Erica Lambs. There's a lot of people out there who really believe in what we've accomplished in Australia and would like to see the same, not only for their business, but for the industry as a whole. So these guys have entrusted in me to um, help them seed LPMA here in the United States. And, and that's my job. And, and again, it gets back to beyond um, the successes we could have with money. I think it's just, it's, um, it's an opportunity to do something really special here. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what we're doing. And, and so far, you know, all signs point to there's a real rich market here with a very high ceiling yeah. and lots of opportunity. Well, it's volume, right? It, it, it comes down to, you know, when you're, when you're looking at the, at the sheer volume, you know, what, what probably a lot of people don't realize is in Australia, it's probably about 90, maybe 80% is managed by management companies. Um, the rest are self-managed or some variation. And in the U.S., it's almost polar opposite. So in the U.S., it's about 82% are managed by self-management and only about 18 to 20%, maybe as high as 30. Which that's where the opportunity is. That's, I mean, if I was, yeah. in, if I was a property manager and owner, that's the, would well, get sure. me crazy. Like, hold on a second. Not only individually as a business owner, what can I do to flip that number? What do we, can we do as an industry to flip that number as well? Uh, well, that, that's very true because what, what a lot of people miss is they're busy battling the 18%. Right. Everybody's fighting for this small piece of the pie. When you look and go, maybe collectively we could all work to educate the 80% because look, one out of three landlords is in a lawsuit every year for fair housing, discrimination, some form of lawsuit litigation because they're not running it like a business. Here you have companies like LPMA, you've got property management, you've got all this education on the backside that's only tapping into 18% of the market. So you got to say, okay, how... Do you tap into the 80% sure numbers? I mean, vol I mean, I, I, I have heard some very, very large, large numbers of people that self-manage when, when it comes to actual data. And my thing is, is, you know, almost selling yourself short, all the education. So you have property management companies. And look, I think all property management companies in the US, wherever they are, they're trying to do the right thing by the owner. Now, sometimes that doesn't work because of communication, because of expectations, because of lack of systemization, multiple reasons, right? Bad business models, no business models, you name it, right? But I think what happens is, is everyone is so focused on that 18%, they're missing a huge- That's right, that's right. And I mean, if, if let's just say LPMA, I know this isn't the business model, but if LPMA were to go and say, okay, we're gonna start educating that 82%, we're gonna go after them to educate them on how to become better owners. Think of everything you're doing. Now, all of a sudden, you are helping a lot more people, in, in essence, not, you're helping property managers, I get it. But now all of a sudden you start helping like, you know, or and LPMA, whatever company, X company it is, but you're actually helping a larger, wider uh, arena. You are, and, and really when you say we're helping, LPMA actually helps through the community. 
what we need to really start to look at is how the community helps. So, and what we do, LPMA facilitates that community. Yeah, no. like we're going to build the most beautiful arena, right? And it's going to be have the best facilities. And by the way, our business tools are off the charts, and it's going to empower the business owner. But at the end of the day, the community that we're building needs to support itself. I think a lot of associations fail with the weight on itself by trying to be the community itself, opposed to letting the, the community grow organically. And that community, look, when there's people like you out there that would, would literally stop what they're doing for the day to help a competitor, that says a lot. And yeah. that's the community we're talking about. In Australia, um, competitors talk. Oh, yeah. They, they do. They work together. Well, you know, my, my philosophy, you know, Pete and myself, our, our philosophy is that we're really not competing against other property management companies. The, 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 I don't really believe much competition. If you have a product and you are good and people want to buy your product, you're not competing against anyone. You're competing against getting the client or not. That's right. your competition, right? right? Whether or not you have a good product. Now, whether it's compared to other people or are you comparing it to people that are self-managing? If you look at statistic, 82% are going to go the route of self-managing. So our competition is not other companies. Our competition is trying to help a self-managing person understand the value of what we bring to the table. That's right. And it's a big industry. It's hard to pivot on a dime. You can't just turn the ship on a dime. And and it does. And I think that's why LPMA, the organization LPMA, the association, we could help do that. And again, it's it's not going to happen overnight. But... We are well aware of the commitment out there by industry leaders to to have some change. And, you know, our, our first campaign here in the States, and we really haven't even rolled it out, we've selectively chosen um, industry leaders to be founding members. We're not going to have a lot of founding members, and um, we, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but we definitely want to make sure that we roll this out the right way, and it's about messaging. LPMA is an essential part to everybody's property management business. Let's think about that for a minute. Okay. It's essential. There's there's companies out there that are spending money on swag, the pens and the calendars, and this and that. Um, hey, I got a good coffee cup from Property Mail, yeah. I got to say yesterday, so I was digging that. Yeah, no, but for, <laughs> for me, as a business owner, yeah. you know, I'm putting my money, I'm, uh, I want to ROI, I want to well, make your, sure. Your, your family, the livelihood of your yeah, family, the employees. Sure that, that yeah. I'm doing what I can to um, better my, my business and the industry as a whole. And, and once business owners understand that LPMA is an essential part to their business, the business tools, mm-hmm. what we're offering, um, we got a strong strategic business review. Um, we'll go over a little bit more about the offering in a little bit. But yeah, you're right. I think there's a commitment out there in the industry to change. And, and getting back to our first campaign, it's a new era. And that's the way we're looking at it. It's okay. a new era in property management. And we need people to understand and look at it like that. Well, I think that, you know, I think the, the, the era, if you will, is the fact that Technology is here. That's right. Right. And and a lot of people, what, what I see the 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 split, if you will, there, there's kind of a there's a bit of a changing of the guard. You know, the, the average in the U.S., the average property manager uh, is about 58 years old. So, you, you know, you either have the young people like, you know, I don't think I'm young, but, you know, young in this sense of up and coming or you have the people that have been doing it for 20, 30 years and they're kind of happy with their size. And But there's a clash of the way those two generations there, think. There, there's a, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There is. And there, there's a, when you see a lot of the clash, a lot of that is through technology. 
And there's, you know, whether it's whether it's using systems or outsourcing or using apps and programs or mindset shifts of, okay, we don't do that because, you know, like I'll give you a perfect example. A lot of people in the property management business, people that have been established doing it for a long time, they feel that their value to a client is being able to have that client pick up the phone and that client can call them at any time and that property manager knows exactly what's going on with their portfolio. They know their first name, last name, kids' names, they know everything about them, they know everything going on and they know everything about the house, right? And they feel that when an owner calls with an issue that, that val- there's value there. And, and I don't dispute that. What I do dispute is the fact that does that owner even really want to make that call? Right. They don't even want to call you, especially in this day and age. Everyone's busy. They would probably be just as happy with the text or maybe they would be happy not even having to know about it or hear about it because they have 15 other things going on in their life. And buying an investment property is not something that they want to deal with on a daily basis. Right. So my thing is, is today's in, in today's environment, people are busy. They don't have time to stop and make a phone call. I don't know about you, but a lot of times my phone rings and I'm like, yeah, no. So what people do, they lean on technology and lean on technology. And what happens though, if you're not careful, it, it strips customer service. It, it strips that one-on-one reaction. So the challenge in business is to embrace technology, but to hold on to some of those old world thinking of, you know, that one-on-one interaction, the relationship between the client and, well, and customer. I remember having a conversation with Ben. And I think we were in uh, Florida speaking at an event. And, you know, he said some some things that, I, I mean, talk about a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he said, you know, they have the algorithms of all the properties that they can tell that if, 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 if an owner, if there's so many maintenance issues with a property, you have a higher statistical chance of losing that client if it's not addressed properly. And if, after so many, it, it falls off. That's and it, right. it's just data, right? Right. It's all it's all motivated and moved by data. And Ben has figured that out. And that's the key to LPMA. Yeah. Our framework, the foundation of our association is the community. On top of that community is our business tool, which is the framework that Ben White put together. There's three books. When when you get when you join, you get the three books. One's um, building blocks, numbers game. And these books, they actually help you with your business. They it's like the, the foundational it's the side total of it, right? foundation of, of our association. And I encourage people, look, if you don't have the books and you want, you want a copy of them, uh, message me and I'll, well, and I'll get them what's, to you. What's good about that is, I mean, look, in any business, the numbers will tell you a story, right? They will. They'll tell you, look, a lot of times what's interesting is a lot of times, go up to a business owner and ask them if their business is a growth business, a risk business. They'll tell you, oh, come on, this is, this is a no-brainer. We're a growth business. Right. They'll go ahead and dig into the association's framework, our strategic business review. It's a 109-question questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And what happens is we send back the survey. And all of a sudden, business owners look at us like, hold on, we're not a growth business. We're a risks business. No wonder we're only growing X amount of doors every year. Right. So now um, you look at the owner and say, well, do you still want to be a growth business? Yeah. Oh, well, here's the plan to get there. So really making that effort to be more than just a sticker on the door. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Well, because it's, it's that information, if, if presented correctly and educated. So let's say, you know, LPMA has all this data, right? And you can you can present this data to an owner and say, look, 
this is what it's telling you about your business. That essentially is telling you a story. That's right. It's telling you, it's, it's, it's actually letting you know either, hey, you're doing great or you're doing good, but here's some weaknesses or you know what, you're about to fall off the cliff based on data because the data doesn't lie. It's not emotional. You can't skew it. It is factual it doesn't. stuff. And what's great about this report is it highlights your deficiencies in reds and yellows and where, where you're doing well, it's green. So your journey with LPMA, this should not be quick where, oh, I took the review and I'm done. And like, no, you, you want it to take time. Right. You want it to take time. Some of these systems and processes that they'll help you build, whether it be team or structure or growth, it takes time. It takes time to understand. But it's like walking into a dark room and not knowing where the light switch is. Yeah. And we come along and go, hey, look. It's right there. Click. It's right there. And you're like, whoa, this, this is my if you've, business. If you've been in the room before and you've walked that path, it's much easier. If you've never been in that that's room, right. and that's most business owners have never been in a room before. That's right. So I tell people all the time, and I think this resonates with people. We're the only measurable association out there. It's just not, I, I, hey, how did that association work out for you? Well, I don't know. I went to a, an event and this and that, but I'm not sure. I think we, you could measure LPMA. If you look, we could build the gym. I can't make you strong. Right. You would build gym, give you a membership. You right. got, you got to do some of the work Yeah. You, and you got to, you got to use you gotta the show community up. too. You got to lean on the community. You got to use the business tools, but I guarantee you, you if you do those things and, and you believe in the community and you believe in your business and what you're doing, Measure it, measure us, and you'll see a better business. And over time, we'll all see a better industry. So let me ask you this. So if you were to, if you and I met on the street and I, I own a property management company and you say, hey, let me tell you about LPMA. What, how would you describe it? This is what we bring to the table. And I know you say community, but like more, more tangible, like this is what we do. This is what the so, membership yeah, is. The, the, the offer is, and right now what we're doing, and again, this is going to be a two-way street. Mm -hmm. We're not in this for the short term. Right. So over the X amount of time it takes to get our two, first 250, which is not a big number when you're going to have thousands and thousands of not members. Not in this industry. I think no. it, the status of being a, a founding member has its... Um, it's worth and value right sure. there. But when you look at that offering, what we're, what we're offering is the community. It's got a forum that's unlike anything you've ever seen, where I compliment a lot of those Facebook groups out there. We both talk about yep. Brad's Brad and Larson, yours. Yeah. These are great groups that yeah. I, I definitely love being a part of. And you see all of this this content on there and it's and it's it's just great. It's just great. I'm still trying to figure out the pineapple pizza thing myself, but yeah, I'll, I, I'll eventually get there. But our forum takes some of those topics and goes deeper. We go granular on some of those things. It's like going from you know, high school to college and college to get your master's degree. Right. If you're really serious about digging deep into Technical some of those, information. those topics, let's let's go a little bit deeper and talk about that, not just have a couple blurbs. But I think it works well with all those things. We want to support that. We like to see that those groups develop sure. and we want to see it go back and forth because when you start, the world's getting smaller. And some of the Absolutely. things that they struggle with in Australia, the same things we're struggling with here. Why not listen to somebody who's figured it out over there? Absolutely. They're very process oriented in Australia. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things we're bringing. So this offer, the the business review, the business program. Yeah. So let's, let's so talk, let's talk a little bit about that. That if right I, there, if literally talk about walking into each that. other off yeah. the street, that you can make the argument that's a $1,500, $2,000 purchase. If you don't want to go the route of a consultant, it gives you a real it, it, it basically, yeah, window it's, it's a into your business. I, I mean, 
pretty pretty inexpensive. By itself, it's worth at least two grand. Then we have our 2019 events. One is the Boris Day, which is an incredible event we had last year in Australia. He's a Harvard professor that comes in and gives this one-day event. He was in Australia speaking yeah, recently, right? Yeah, he does these one-day events on teams yeah. and structure that blew people away. And again, if, if a business owner took his, himself and his team there, it could cost five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. So we've really put together a package that, number one, is a way in. But we wanted to overwhelm people with value. So right. just, you know, look, you know, it's be a founding member. It's $49.99 a month. Mm-hmm. It just comes out to $600 a month, which is very affordable when you look at what you're getting. You're, you're, you're getting the community with the form, but more importantly, you're getting the business tools as well. And it's something that, again, it should take some time and you should really put an effort into that. So the total value compared to what you're paying is incredible. Our two events, the second one is gonna be our inaugural conference as well, which don't ask me, go ahead and ask Steve, ask the Brad, ask, yeah. ask Eric Lamb, people yeah. who actually have gone to Australia, um, Ben and Ashley and the team there. It's just, look, I come from multifamily where I gotta admit it, multifamily's got their, their, their stuff together. They run like businesses. And they do a great production. I did not expect to go to Australia and see what I saw. Listen, we're talking about the award ceremony. This is, look, LPMA carries some weight in yeah. Australia. I've seen people who own companies that have thousands of doors and get on stage and get an award for best property management company or whatever and get up to the microphone crying and say, I've, wait, I've worked my whole life for this. Yeah. It wasn't just something that came out of Cracker Jack box. Right. This was something that means something. So this is something that I know if we do it right in time here in America, we're going to have that same thing. We're going to have that same event. It's going gonna, it's gonna to mature. It's going to evolve. Right. Um, but as you know from what you saw in Australia, I think we have a, a really, really um, – great opportunity to do something really nice for our members. Absolutely, yeah. So what are some similarities of stuff that they're doing in Australia now that they would like to bring over? Uh, I know that they want to do the basic, I'll call it a diagnostic. So if I were to, if you were to come into my company, and you did a diagnostic. We'll, call well you would go online and do it. It's right. all self-service. You right. go online. The community's online. All the business tools are online. Videos. Right. Everything's online it. these it's days. Really cool. so, yeah. yep. you, you couldn't fly to all over the place and do this. So if that was the case and I get the results, what happens then? So I get the results and go, okay, you're good here. You suck here. This is something that can be improved. And I go, well, that's great. Well, we're going we're gonna to give you the information and the tools to go ahead and try to address those situations. And again, nothing's going to be an easy fix. you got to no. work it. And some of the things you can't figure out, that's where you need to lean on the community. Right. And, and that's where our forum comes in. It filters out a lot of the noise out there that you might find on social media. Um, because yeah, this is so specific. Yeah, it, it so is specific. really specific. And like I said, I, I think we're a very cerebral association. We're a thinking man and woman's association. And it's going to take a little bit of effort, but that's okay because the people, they, they understand. They understand how hard they work at right. their company. You well, know? I, I think what happens is, is as people grow their business, any business, it doesn't matter, you're going to hit a glass ceiling, right? And your, your dreams, hopes, and visions of what you started may not always be what you end with, you know, and what you thought it would be and what it's, it's evolved to. Look, our company constantly is evolving, right? I mean, we, we are constantly evolve changing or die. our goal. You're going to yeah. evolve or die. You know, and, and you know, we, we move the stick. We move the goal line all the time because we reach 
a goal and we go, well, shit, that was much easier than we thought. Or, you know what, that's not obtainable at this point. Or, you know, I mean, or, you know, we, we took a hard left and didn't even notice. So I think what, what's good, what LPMA does is kind of brings you back to center. Kind of, you know, you, you, you've got the, the hundred and plus questions, but what you're doing is, is you're bringing everyone back to center to go, okay, you know what, what is actually important in my business? What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? And what do I need to fix? Now, let me ask you this. Once someone does the initial round of questions and they take, you know, they, they, they go online, do you guys advise taking another um, questionnaire maybe so a year later? Happen, it's even cooler than that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Trello. Yeah. It's a card organizing yep. system. So we actually put together, when you're done with the business, the strategic business review, a Trello board oh. with all of your deficiencies. So you could actually progress them from need to do to doing to, to approval to complete. Specific it. for my company. Yeah, so it's really nice. cool. Um, definitely go online and check out the sample of it because it's, it's a full board. And a lot of people wouldn't even know what to do with Trello, but to actually give them a right. head start on that, then they start using Trello for other parts, for of, different parts business, of your business, yeah. which is great added value Absolutely. as well. So it's not like, hey, this is a report and we leave you hanging. No, we're, we're, we're committed to helping you see this through. Does it don't, doesn't matter if everybody puts it on their desk and leaves it there. It wouldn't do us any good. Absolutely. That, that was my question. Like, you get it. You know, a lot, as we all know, when you're in business and you're running your business, you know, it's shiny object, right? You go to a convention, you leave with five pages of notes, you're going to conquer the world. That's you right. get one of them done, and now you're off to the next convention. So. A year from now, nobody <clears throat> should ask Bill Lopez how things are going or how we did. Ask your fellow peers. Like, right. they're going to tell the rest of the country, hey, you know what? We are better because of that. Um, we got better here, my staff is better, we're working better, my processes and systems are better, whatever it may be. Um, I fully expect that, yeah. I fully expect now, that. Now, in, in LPMA, is there a way, <clears throat> like we break it down to five pillars, right? You've got sales, you've got marketing, you've got operations, accounting, finance and IT we put together. Is there a breakdown of something like that in so let's say in the in the the online portion if I say yeah man, so I, it really it's it's simple you got the community side and yeah. you got the business tool side okay. it's, it's really that simple and and in time we will start introducing another aspect to our business where look at us as a two sided coin mm -hmm. um, the other side is a software development company called Alo Alo yeah which I I'm telling you it's gonna blow people away in America yeah. um, we're developing um, technologies that just, they're forward thinking. They're not looking backwards historically. They're yeah. providing information to people that- um, That's a beer, by the way, if your phone goes off while you're- <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny is I turned the ringer off, but it was the darn Apple Watch oh, that <laughs> Don't blame, that's it a beer. I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so- um, when when is the ALO rolling out? Because I've seen it. I, I've actually been on there yeah, and, and like, before in Australia. You know, that's just something that I would just leave as a teaser right now because our main focus is building this community and building it with the right founding members who help us evangelize what we're doing and um, and understand that it's going to take some time and and some leadership. And I think that's where <laughs> we've been successful over the last you know, six months is finding people like you who are willing to listen and, and to help out others. I think that's critically So let, let's talk about the founding people. Let's, yeah. People are listening and, you know, they kind of want to know more about it. Yeah. It's Give a, some that, information on that. That's a two-way street. You know, we're at a point right now where 
being a founding member is going to come with its benefits. You're, right. You will always get discounts. You'll always, you know, pay a little bit less. It's, there will be those benefits. Sure. You know, you get this awesome, everybody will get a welcome kit. The founding members get a, a, a gold lapel pin that says LPMA founder. Um, the welcome kit comes with um, the framework, the books. Um, so being a founding member, the two-way street I'm talking about is um, – Feedback. We're going to need feedback, and I want to make sure I. Because you guys I, are collecting data, yeah, essentially, it's right? Just, it's it's feedback. Erica Lamb, just yeah. just a wonderful human being. Yeah. Like, listen, I've met a lot of people in my life. This is just a, a genuine good person. It right. doesn't matter if she was selling flowers or property management. Yeah. Um, you know, she she looked at all her stuff, reviewed it, and and got back in touch with me and gave me great constructive criticism, which we expect. Mm-hmm. Um, not, nothing's perfect at first, but I'll tell you uh, what what is perfect: our our effort to do what's right, do right by people, and um, and literally usher in this new era of property management in America. Because I'll tell you what, when people. In America, get back to that question, that question I, I, I mentioned earlier on. People ask me why I listen to a bunch of guys from Australia. Well, the first one we mentioned, 80% of owners and investors are using a property management company. But the other one is if you go sell your, your rent roll, you're getting three to four times the valuation. That's a big number. Yeah. Like, seriously, if that doesn't motivate people to say, okay, let's get behind this. Let's let's the first 250 founding members. We, we're, we're leaders. It's we, look. We don't have chapter presidents. We're a little bit differently structured. And right. I never use NARPM as a competitor either because I think it's a great. Uh, I think great, yeah, great, great organization. They're a non for profit, so they'll move at their own speed sure. and they'll provide their services. But I, I think, think it's, I think it's too different. It's like baseball and, yeah, and softball. You, you, you know, totally. I think it's, and and our our. Our lane is a little bit different as far as community goes and as far as business tools go. So, you know, we have a very good relationship with NARPM. We, we attend their events. They're very yeah. friendly with us. Um, but those 250 founding members, feedback is critical, understanding that the legacy behind it, that there'll be founding members. Uh, imagine being at that, that, that small table 34 years ago when they started NARPM, you know, and helping, right. helping dictate and point the direction of where we want to go with this. Like your, your voice actually means something and you guys get together and we're gonna have a strong founding member class. And from there, that, that feedback we'll get together, we're gonna build an unbelievable community. And that, when that newer era of property management has been ushered in, what's left in the wake will be something similar to what we're seeing in Australia, where valuations go up, more landlords and owners are using it, then everybody's yeah, happy. All boats rise when the tide what? comes up. At that up. point, then it's no, more having to, it's no more pushing the rock uphill. It'll be a rock rolling downhill. People will understand that LPMA is an essential part to their business, and um, they'll sign up. Hey, I just started a, um, a property management company. <laughs> I had to get insurance. I had to turn the lights on. I had to get my LPMA membership. Right. So. That's where we're going. So let me ask you this. In, let's just say a year from today, where do you see LPMA here in the U.S.? Where, where do you see it? With massive traction, um, with the reputation of having not only the best events, but events that actually are rich in content and people actually put to use later. Because um, by then, you guys will have done your conference, right? Yeah, conference, yeah, definitely. So. so by the end of 2019, we're going to look back. We're going to have that you know, founding member class in. We're going to have a lot of regular members in. We're going to have two events. They'll probably be back-to-back. Um, 
uh, you know, one day after the next. Um, yeah, I, I expect to see a lot of blue sky, a lot of blue sky and a lot of happy people. But along the way, we're going to have our challenges and our blockers, but that's well, like okay. Any business. It's a business, right? <laughs> that's so okay. But that's that. the part you got to embrace because, I mean, if, if you stick your head in the sand and you do nothing about it and you're always focused on what you're doing right, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, you, we're not going down that road. No. Well, whatever you fear ends up happening. So right. you, you can't fear failure because that's where you're yeah, going right and we don't, We're not going to stop at, at, at the U.S. You yeah. know, we, we could go other places. We could be in Europe. We could be in London. We could be other places. Um, we, we have lofty goals, but to get there, we need to build a strong, organic community. So let me ask you this. What, where do you see the, um, the membership levels going? Because like, there's a lot of property management companies out there that, yep. that don't belong to any groups. That's right. So how, how do you get into them? Let, let's, say I'm, let's say I own a company and I go, oh, I'm not big enough for LPMA. What size would you say is, is perfect? Is there any size? There, there isn't. And that's why it's so critical that I keep going back to that word essential. Right. When you just open your doors for day one, it's essential that you have that support system. Sure. And sometimes some of the other asso associations out there, while they're needed, at first, it's those business tools. It's the understanding. It has nothing to do with your license or certification. Listen, it's about understanding how to um, organize your forms and files and, yeah. and how to hire and fire somebody, all of those things that you need guidance on. And, and, and what we don't want is, is a, a, a country full of franchises and everybody just following okay here's your big binder of what you do and that's it i think you, you need to do a little bit more like you're doing outreach you need yeah. to have your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the industry and and i think that's what we're well, going to deliver I, you know from personal experience i can tell you that when we first uh started which six years december one was six years for our company being open um and one of the first things that we did when we were part of narpam is is you know, there should almost be a section or class of what happens outside of the classes. Because when you're hanging out talking to people at lunch or at the networking parties, right. things, it's amazing how open everybody is and how nice everyone is to help you. And what we found is when we were doing that, we have made some really, really good friends with a lot of people that some would say were competitors, some would say we're not. We talk to them all the time. We know people in Houston. You know, we got Brad Larson, Kevin Knight. We got, I mean, Pete and I went to South Carolina and met with a guy. Um, he actually spent, I think it was two days of us at his operation showing us everything. He had an employee after employee come in, sit in an office and tell us everything that they did, what their job roles were, what the responsibilities were. He told us everything. And we were thinking like, wow, this is amazing. And he said, well, that's that's kind of what we do at NARPM. That's what that was. And we thought, man, that is amazing. Like, and I know Pete and I always said, if we could ever give back like that, yep. we would do that. Because we were this small company with 180 doors. This guy's got 1,700 doors. He sat there all day listening. And we thought, man, first of all, how's this guy get away for two days without even having to touch his phone? You know, how does that even happen, first of all? But That's right. the fact that he was so open and they said, yeah, they said, you know, if you ask people, they will open their doors to you. And that that has held true. So, I, I, you know, LPMA doing that is just adding more. It's just I think it's more of the abundance theory. 
of being able to give more and more and you're going to get more and more back. Yeah, and that's where we're at right now. We understand we 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 don't have the leverage yet. So we needed to put together a package and offering that overwhelm people with value. You right. know, we need to we need to show that. We need to prove ourselves. Yeah. But we're confident and we know, you know, give us give us that year. Give right. us a chance, you know. Um don't buy the swag. You know, don't buy hold, the swag. Off, hold off the pen. No pizza. Hold, no hold pineapple pizza. Yeah, no pineapple <laughs> pizza right now. But put your money invested in LPMA, um, and and let's have this conversation a year from now. And I promise you, we'll have a stronger industry. We'll you'll have a stronger business, and um, and we'll have a lot of fun along the way as well. You know, yeah. we have great speakers. Absolutely, uh, we're putting together a great conference. We'd love to have you speak there. You know, we talked to Brad about that and a couple other people. Um, I look, man. For me, this is a great opportunity to um, stay in the rental industry. You know, like I said, I was in multifamily a, a long time, but um, I love my country. You know, and I, when I go to Australia and I visit, and I come back, I'm so enriched with um, new learnings. Uh, yeah. You grow personally, but you grow professionally, and I'm so excited about having the opportunity to. Um, better our industry here and being Absolutely. part of that, you know, I take Absolutely. a lot of pride. And I also take a lot of pride in the fact um, that I know, I don't, I'm not like, comp I know um, America, property managers in America aren't just going to stay quiet. Like once we get a hold of this well, it's, LPMA it's, yeah. thing, we're going to make a big splash and um, we're going to do what we usually do with things and we, we, we're going to make it great. Dominate. That's for sure. Yeah. We, we, we want to. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, Bill. Thank you so much for coming on today. Wait, hold on. It's been an hour. Can you do that? Are you kidding me? I swear. So if somebody <laughs> wants to get a hold of you and hear more about LPMA, yes, give them so some information. important. Please, please call me at 305-609-2757. That's my direct Maybe line. Maybe a little slower again. Yeah, let's do that again. That's the New Yorker coming out of <laughs> That's me. That's right. Let me try it Texas style. 305-609-2757. Or my email address is Bill at lpma.com. Our web address is www.lpma.com. Go on there. And, and again, take advantage of the value. We're offering about a $2,500, $3,000 worth of tangible value for $49.99 yeah, a month. Jump on it because we only have 250 slots open. Um, love to have you on board. Bill at lpma.com. Let's make it happen. And thank you, Steve, for having me here. No problem. And everyone, uh, appreciate everyone listening to the show. If you want to know more, go to our website, self selfmanagemyproperty.com. You can also download this show on iTunes. Bill, again, I always appreciate you coming on. LPMA, Ben White, yeah. everyone, great, great people. My Look pleasure. forward to more of them in the future. And we will talk to everyone next week. I want to thank everyone for listening. Bye-bye. This has been the Landlord Survival Show. Join us next time for more of what the gurus don't tell you about owning rentals. And for even more, find us on Facebook. Brought to you by Empire Industries Property Management. Built for investors by investors. For more information about this show, visit our website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, home of the ultimate landlord survival handbook.